0: the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We greet you. this is the day that the Lord has made and what are we going to do? We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh hallelujah, hallelujah. as we come today, we ask that your hearts are softened, your, your ears are open and your eyes, can see Jesus as we begin our worship with praise. We invite Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Sister Brother Darnell Carr. Brother Carr is gonna come and kill us on the keyboard, and she's gonna come and raise us up with the word through song. So just get ready for these two gifted, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, music people. Praise the Lord, everybody. How many are glad
1: to be in the house of the Lord one more time, in the presence of the Lord one more time? If you're able, come on and stand to your feet. We're going to sing about God's favor this morning. How many know that you are blessed and highly favored? Let's bless the Lord this morning. In the favor of God, his grace and mercy has brought me this far. I will believe what his word says about me. Lack and poverty is not my destiny. I'm walking, I'm living, I'm walking in the favor of God. Come on, everybody say. I'm walking in the favor of God His grace and mercy His, his grace, grace and mercy has brought me this far I will believe what his word says about me Lack and poverty's not my destiny it's not my destiny I'm walking I'm living I'm walking in the favor of God Come on and say favor favor, 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 and it's over my life, over, over my, my life. life, favor, favor, who favor. Favor, 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 God's favor, 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 and it's over my life, over my life, favor, favor, oh, favor, favor. God's And it's over my life, over Over my, my, over my life, 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 over my life. life. I'm walking in the favor of God. His grace and mercy has brought me this far. I will believe what his word says about me. Lack and poverty poverty. is not not my destiny. destiny. I'm walking. I'm living. I'm walking in the favor of God. Come on and give God some praise this morning.
0: Thank you, Lord, for one more day, Father. Thank you. Or allowing us to wake up this morning, to be here in your presence, to worship you and to honor your name, God. We take it not lightly because everybody did wake up this morning, Father, but you saw fit to tap us and let us be here this morning. So we thank you for your presence. Thank you for all your blessings this week. Thank you for your son, Jesus, that died for our sins that we might have eternal life. Bless our service now, Father, as we come in your presence and worship you. Bless our pastor as she comes forth to bring the word, Father. Be with us here on today. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: I give myself away, bless you Lord, I give myself away, so you can use me, I give myself away, come on make a vow to the Lord this morning. I give myself away so you can use me. Here I am. Here I am. Here I stand. Here I stand. Lord, my life is in your hands. Lord, I'm longing to... Lord, I'm longing to see your desires, your your desires revealed in me. I give myself away, oh God, I give myself away. So you can use me. I give myself away. Oh, we bless you, Lord. I give myself away. So you can use me. Take my heart. Use my life use my life as a living sacrifice as, as a, a living sacrifice. sacrifice all my dreams all, all my dreams, dreams, dreams all my plans all my plans Lord I place them in your hands Lord i place them in hands I give myself, I give myself away. No more I, Lord, but you who lives inside. I give myself away so you can use me. My life is not my own. I give myself, I give myself to you. Is that your testimony this morning? My life is not my own. Lord, to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself to you. I give myself away. Come on and lift your hands to the Lord in his presence. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. Come on and give the Lord a praise
0: this morning. Oh, glory to God today. I hope that you take it seriously to understand that what we created not for ourselves, but by God, for a purpose that he gives us. And so we have to give ourselves away. the one who created us in his own image let's pray that we do that come with us now to the New Testament gospel of Luke Luke chapter 10 Luke chapter 10 verses 25 through 37 verses 25 through 37 please stand as you're able out of love and respect for the reading of God's holy word and listen now for the word of the Lord just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what's written in the law? What do you read there? And he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul, with all of your strength and with all of your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, Jesus said, You've given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. And now by chance, a priest was coming down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But A Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. And he went to him, and he bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then, Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him. And when I come back, I, I will repay you whatever more you spend. So Jesus said, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? And the lawyer said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Won't you pray with me now? Almighty God, as I stand before your people gathered all over the world, Please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be what you would want me to say. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and my will. My will be lost in thy will. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Help me, Holy Spirit. Amen. Smile, smile under the mask, without the mask, over the mask, wherever you are, smile, smile. Say, The title of our sermon today is The Story of the Good Samaritan. Say the story of the good Samaritan. When I was a young girl, people were always asking me to speak publicly. I did that, and I was nervous about it, but I but I did it, and I still stay nervous about it, but I do it. And my mother, my mother would always ask to hear the speech before I got up before a lot of people. Somebody say amen. And in one, one of my speeches, mama told me to end the speech with this, and I have never, ever forgotten it. I shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that I can do or any kindness that I can show, let me do it now. For I shall not pass this way again. I've never forgot that moment. Beloved, as Christians, you know, we are the ones called out by God to love people. And they will know we are Christians, not by just what we do, but when we do it with love. We are called to love those who don't belong to the church. We're called to love those who are strung out on drugs, who, who sleep on the streets at night. we call called to love those who find themselves locked up in prisons that are being built for our children. Oh, we're called to love those who, who, who would tell us to turn our backs on. Sometimes people tell us who not to love, but we love people even when it's suggested that we don't love them. We're called to love all of humanity no matter what because what our world needs now, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. You know, and it's not as hard as we make it. The truth is this. I don't have to agree with you or how you live to love you. I don't even have to talk like you to love you. I don't have to even know you to love you. The fact that you are a human being is all I need to know. To love you is all I need to know. Because loving you means I won't hurt you. I won't destroy you. I didn't come to kill, steal, and destroy. That person has another name. I came to love, help, build up. And rescue. Well, in our lesson today, in our lesson today, a man who was identified as a lawyer in that day, a well-educated man who knew the teachings of the Torah, he had a question for Jesus. He knew the Bible, but he had a question for Jesus. He said, "Teacher." What must I do to have eternal life? In other words, Jesus, how should I live to get to heaven when I die? That ought to be the question the world is asking today. And Jesus answered, well, what's written in the law? Meaning in the Old Testament word of God. And the man says, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength, with all of your mind. And you are to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus said, you know it, do it. Jesus said, do this and you'll live with me in heaven for eternity. However, however, beloved, it's interesting to hear the man's reply because it seems that this man didn't seem to have a problem with loving God. (laughs) Many people say they love God, but they act like they love God. Like many people today who are just comfortable saying they love God. They read the word of God. They tell everybody about how the Lord has blessed them. They're not ashamed of the gospel. They'll tell you that that they are Christian. However, talk is cheap. Just, Just like this man, the problem seems to come when people are commanded to love their neighbor. Commanded to love human beings. This culture that we live in has just done a great job when it comes to reducing human life to nothing, to nobody. We've seen so much killing in the movies of humans, we've seen humans killed on the street in our families, to take a gun or a rifle to a human being means little to us today. You get in more trouble killing a dog than you will killing a human being. When God said, of all the species created, only the human being was created in the image of God. Oh, they can love their family, they can, have their, they can even love their enemy, I'll pretend to anyway. They can love their clothes, they can love their houses, their cars, their favorite soap opera, they can love their animals, but the question is, can they love all of humanity? Can we love people? Do people matter to us anymore? The Bible says, love the Lord our God. And then it says, love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Now, beloved, that must have been so much disrespect and so much hate and so much loathing and prejudice for human life. That the man asked Jesus, he going to trip Jesus up. Well, it's hard enough for you to tell me to love my neighbor, but I just want you to go a little further than that. Hey, then who is my neighbor? (laughs) You know, we, we trip out. Who is my neighbor? And Jesus replied by telling a story. Jesus starts off with this. A certain man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, And then went away, leaving him on the side of the road half dead. Happens today, every day. Child of God, child of God. Usually, when we look at this familiar Bible story, we look at it through the eyes of the lawyer to whom Jesus was talking with. But but that's looking from the top side. And today we want to look from the underside, from the bottom, from the basement. We want to look through the eyes of the wounded man. And as we look from the underside, I find it more significant that Jesus has said in verse 30, he said, a certain man, or simply, in other translations, a man. Let's investigate this a little bit. Jesus does not tell us his name. He doesn't tell us what kind of work he did. He did not tell us whether he was black, white, red, yellow, or brown. He doesn't tell us whether he was young or old, educated or uneducated. Jesus doesn't tell us if he was fat, thin, short, or tall. Jesus doesn't say if he's a good man or an evil man, a believer or an atheist, a Christian, a Jew, a Buddhist, or a Muslim. Jesus did not say if he was married, single, divorced, separated, or remarried, homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, or transsexual, whether he shopped at <laughs> Neiman Marcus or Dr- Ross Dress for Less, we don't know if this man was a Democrat, a Republican, independent, liberal, conservative, or a moderate moral majority or a moral minority. Jesus doesn't say. Whether this man is a preacher, a layperson, a teacher, a social worker, a nurse, a secretary, or a student, Jesus did not say whether he lived in North Jericho or South Jericho, in the suburbs or in the inner city, the country or the beach. Jesus didn't say if he used light, boy, soap, dial, or any soap at all. And while the Bible says a man, It could have happened to a woman just as well. Do you hear me now? Do do you hear me now? Oh, my beloved, listen to me today. After all of the identification and labels are stripped away, the fact is, the fact is that one of God's precious children God's creation, a human being created just a little lower than the angels, a human being. The creation that God says is created in the image of God Almighty. This human being, this human being was was trying to reach a certain destination in life. And one day, I said one, one day, while he was on his journey, he was wounded. Could have been you, could have been me, could have been any one of us. And if the truth were told, all of us have been wounded on our journey. (laughs) Our journey from Jerusalem to Jericho. All of us have dents in our fenders, scrapes on the paint job, scratches on our enamel. Enamel, may I, can I get somebody to say amen? Listen now, listen, Jesus says that as this man was traveling down the road to Jericho, there fell upon him robbers who stripped him and beat him and left him half dead. Notice what happened to him now. First they fell upon him, then they stripped him, and then they beat him. Then they left him half dead. Jesus continues the story, and Jesus says, a priest, a pastor, came by and saw the man and wouldn't get near him. He even crossed the street (laughs) to avoid him. Now, it could have been because the, the priest or pastor was afraid. You see, in those days, in the law, The law said that a dead person had to be handled in a very special way. Oh, God, bless our laws today. Bless our laws. And the preacher believed that he could be defiled by touching a dead body that had not been handled according to the prescribed rituals. However, my beloved, there are no rules. There are no excuses. When it comes to helping a broke-down, wounded, half-dead human being, there are no rules or excuses when love sees a precious human life hanging in the balance and we can do something to help. Listen, there is no excuse in this, the richest country in America. I'm telling you, when I was in my 20s and went to help those who looked like me in Harlem, New York City, I was so angry at America, the richest country in the world, we say. There is no excuse for poverty and homelessness and sickness and powerlessness that we see in this country, the richest country in the world. God will not hear it. No excuses, America. No excuses. You see, the priest was more worried about staying pure and not getting defiled by an unidentified dying human being. We get all caught up in laws, and and all the people who make the laws fighting while they could be feeding people, fighting where they could be building homes for the homeless. Sending money up in the air. Sending money all over the world. While in the richest country, in the world, there is suffering. So then Jesus says, a Levite came out. So he was upper middle class, well-to-do, a member of a closed fraternity from a proper family. With the best education of the day. However, he didn't even, however, he did, he did, excuse me, he did, he, he did pause a minute, as if pausing helps anybody. But he, he did pause, and he, he looked at the man. But since the man didn't have no clothes on, how could the Levi tell who he was? <laughs> Hung up on class and clan. The Levi passed by on the other side too. Yes, still happens today. Just think about it. Think about it. Beloved, then a Samaritan. I said, a Samaritan, you have to know who a Samaritan was in that day. A Samaritan like a black man today came by. A person of a mixed race, a despised race. You know, it bothers me when they want to count us out and they came up with a new thing, uh, mixed race, as if not 90% of black people are mixed race because of rape. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, glory to God. Come on, it ain't nothing new. We all mixed. Get over it. Just one drop. You ain't got to question it. One drop, and you're black. Help me up in here, somebody. Hung up on class and clan, the Levite passed by on the other side, too. But then the Samaritan came by, a person of a mixed race, a despised race, a race of oppressed people in that day. He was a Samaritan. Samaritans were said to be unclean from birth. Reminds me of the laws about Africans. Said to be three fifths of a man to justify treating us lower than an animal. Mm. They said that a Samaritan was so unclean they couldn't even come into the church. Oh, glory to God. A Samaritan was a person who would never be invited to dinner at the Levite's house and one who might have been beaten on that road himself just for being a Samaritan. (laughs) Some of us today are still being hated because of our race, still pulled over, still put in jail, still accused simply because we black. Oh, but my Jesus said, Jesus said, this man, this man, the Samaritan, this man who was hated by people, this man who, who knew what it was to be left out and ignored and looked down on and lied on and, and stereotypical stuff, lies said about this person who knew rejection. Jesus says, The Samaritan, this person was filled with compassion. What has ever happened to? I remember growing up when we would just speak to people when they passed us, not because we knew them, but because they were a human being. The Samaritan took pity on this wounded man. And and he became who we know today as a good Samaritan. There are still some good people in the world today, too. We just don't lift them up like we do bad people. Somebody say amen. He saw the traveler's wounds, and he thought to himself, if not, by the grace of God, what? There go I. So he got off his donkey, went over to this wounded, half-alive man, and then this Samaritan man medicated the wounded man's wounds with oil and wine, bound him up and put him on his donkey and carried him to a hotel. Oh, glory to God. You know what, beloved? Beloved? Sometimes we get wounded in life and we don't have the strength to make the journey. But this man was acting like the God he was created by in the image of God. He stepped up and he acted just like the Holy Spirit who will carry us the rest of the way. Oh, glory to God. And so so the good Samaritan carried him up until they they got to a hotel. And the next day the good Samaritan said to the hotel manager let me pay you for this because now I'm going to leave my neighbor here and whatever it cost you to take care of him I will repay you when I return. You sir if you please just take care of him. I don't even know if he knew his name. Oh, child of God, child of God. The good Samaritan told the hotel manager, you just take care of him and I will cover all the costs. That's what the Lord says to us, those of us who call ourselves Christians. Jesus tells us, take care of my wounded and broken-hearted children. Take care of my beat-up and beat-down children. Take care of my used, abused, and misused children and whatever it costs you. I'll pay you back when I see you. Oh, it might cost you some tears, but Jesus says, I'll pay you back with joy when I return. It may cost you some heartache and pain, but... Don't worry, I'll pay you back with healing when I return. Oh, it may cost you some trouble and stress, but I'm going to pay you back with joy and peace when I return. Just take care of humanity. Jesus in this story explained in clear detail who our neighbor is, you want to know who our neighbor is? We'd like to limit it to the people who live next door or the people down the street, (laughs) but our neighbor is just not just the one next door, no, 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 our neighbor is any wounded, hurting, dying human being on the face of the earth. We are called to come to the rescue of any human being, no matter what. Beloved, there's a message here that we should all take with the utmost seriousness. In a day where human life is is so devalued, so devalued, when someone, mostly young people, I, I think, mostly of uh, one race, I think, can go and get rifles and guns without question and then perform demonic acts. See, we don't believe in the devil anymore, so he's just running rampant, ain't he? He's just running rampant, running rampant. He came, he gave a description of himself, said he came to kill, steal, and destroy. People today who don't know Jesus could be obsessed today with evil spirits. I'm going to say it because nobody else wants to say it. The church needs to be in a ministry of deliverance today because laws don't kill (laughs) evil spirits. Oh, good God Almighty. Only Jesus has the power to kill evil spirits. We ought to know when to say, get thee behind me Satan, for greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world, beloved. We need to be praying that people will find their way to salvation. And no matter when evil spirits attack or want to perform horrible acts, there is a Holy Spirit that will intervene every time. You see, the Holy Spirit won't let me just do what I want to do. No matter what that is, the Holy Spirit will fix it to where I do what will give God glory. And the Bible says. Thou shalt not kill. The Bible says. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. The Bible says. And we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And that is the message. To do good to others and not worry about the cost. For the Lord will repay it. One of my favorite songs so many, many years ago, again, it's my mama's favorite song. Song by Mahalia Jackson a long time ago. And the song says, if I can, if I can just help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can just show somebody that they are traveling wrong, it's then that my living has not been in vain.
1: If I can help somebody as I travel can hear.
0: the Lord a hand praise. Hallelujah. And why do we love? We love because God is love. God is love. Haters of the enemy, God is love. I want to see you well. I want to see you whole. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Because I love you. God loves you. And so do we. in this day and time, when there is something horrid going on every day, we need to be praying like we've never prayed before. We need to be smiling at people who may have never had a smile that day we need to make eye contact with human beings so they can see the love of God flow from our very being we bind fear we bind anxiety we bind hate and we kill God There may be one today who would like to join the church of Jesus Christ. That's the place you ought to be. If I don't tell that to you, if I don't invite you to Jesus, I can't say I love you. Because I love you. I invite you to come. The doors of God's church are open. Come into the fold where God will give us a presence of his loving spirit. And you may do that by calling, sending us a note, coming to church, walking down the aisle right now in the world as corrupt as it is, there are no rules (laughs) to joining God's church. You just let us know. Now you do have to come. You do do have to say the sinner's prayer. (laughs) You do have to seriously give your life to Jesus. But how easy is that? How easy is that? We invite you to give. The Lord loves a cheerful giver. Word of God says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And so you can go to our website or mail in your gift so that God's church is always blessed. And as you leave this worship service today, God has given us an example of a good Christian. Given us an example of how to be a good Christian with the story of the Good Samaritan. Leave knowing that God is able to lift up the dying God is able to resurrect the dead. God is able to give you strength that you've never had before. And it's only real love when it's the love of God that dwells inside
1: love on somebody today love on somebody today
0: say a kind word i'm telling you i'm doing that now and people are just just delighted say a kind word say bless you today have a good day god bless you take care of yourself be careful Samaritan to every human being on the face of the earth. Let us stand. And as you leave this place today, want to stand. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you may the lord turn his face toward you and give you peace in jesus name let the church say amen hallelujah